Um, we want to invite people to call and get in touch with you because you love to hear feedback from our listeners. Absolutely. Please, please, please call us. Brian's going to give you the number. Uh, we love you guys, whoever you are, wherever you're listening from, 100 plus countries around the world. God bless you and your, and your country and may God continue yeah. to encourage you through this podcast. But please so, call us, give us a testimony of how this podcast is helping you and your walk with Jesus Christ um, and maybe a suggestion for other topics. Go ahead, Brian. Yep, yep. Give us a call at 805-380-NICK. That's 805-380-6425. And Nick will answer with his voicemail, and we will possibly use your recording in an upcoming podcast. Uh, last season, we we did, and we gave uh, we gave one of the nice listeners a book. And uh, so you never know. You might get a little something in the mail just for participating from, from Nick. Um, so that's a good thing. Uh, Nick, um, forgiveness. Um, you know, I there was somebody in the business world about 10 years ago or so that did something not so nice to me. And it's easy to say you could forgive someone, but I, it it is hard. It is hard. Even I can sit here and tell you I've forgiven this person. It's almost easier to say it than to actually believe it in my heart. <laughs> I'm being so honest with you right now. Why is it so hard to forgive someone? And, and is it even, why is it important to do that? Oh, this is such a heavy topic. Um, I know. But it's so good. It's so good to talk about it. Um, so if you can write this down, Brian, to me, just make sure we cover this. We want to talk about forgiving others, right? Uh, and we also need to to leave the past behind when we failed as well. And And when God forgives us, why aren't we, you know, moving forward and leaving what's behind behind? Um, you know, look, you, you've shared the, you know, a recent deep hurt. I, I, I'm going to now open up as well and say, I thought I forgave somebody 10 years ago. And they hurt me so bad. Um, and it was in 2007, 2008. Um, and hurt somebody I really cherished at the time. And, um, it, it, it I, I don't, I, I don't want to get into it, but basically the bottom line is it got, uh, stirred up again about six months ago because a family member of that person reached out to me and wanted to apologize for what happened. And, uh, it, 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 it just spun me out for about four months, all the, emotions and all the anger and all the bitterness and all the the uh revenge you know kind of man <laughs> you can't even put revenge on what happened you know but it just like a lack of justice put my soul into mourning once again wow and i needed counseling for it and so i have three friends and talked um to them about it and um there are just some things, Brian, that you will never be able to get over. And um, huh. I, 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 I want to go from a, first of all, from, from, a, from a scriptural point of view. Now, we all know that it's not like every morning we wake up and we carry that burden, right? I can tell you now that I've, I've gone back, addressed it, and forgiven them kind of again. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? 
like I had to, I had to go through that process and go through that mental process with my psychologist and, 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 and talk through those things and then forgive them kind of again, or really forgive them this time. Um, it, sometimes it takes decades for somebody to even realize that they still haven't forgiven someone, especially when you've been sexually abused. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when it, 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 it's a little bit more than, than just on a level of, of someone stealing money, someone stealing your business, right. someone not doing good by you. I mean, when it really cuts to the core um, on a whole new level. And so by the grace of God, though, I mean, I think that's the, the you know, by the grace of God, the five words that we need to continue to repeat in our life over and over again, especially when we, because uh, we're relational. That's how God made us. People will hurt us and sometimes we will hurt people. Um, I think by the grace of God, first of all, is that the, we are aware of something that we're carrying that we shouldn't be carrying. And we know that when we talk about forgiveness, um, you know, we are not going to be going to heaven until we've forgiven our enemies. And how, how I mean, how do you grapple with that? What what is it that God says that you must forgive your enemies? If you don't forgive your enemies, then the kingdom of heaven is not yours. Why? Because when you meet a sex slave, and here's a great example, who um, who got um, um, sold by their own mother, mother for 700 US dollars, um, who was a sex slave for six years, who got liberated by a ministry called Teen Challenge in Mumbai by Dave Raj, who meets Jesus, who gets a job, saves up money, and goes back to the brothels where they were once a slave with a bucket of water going back to their previous pimps and madams who beat them up, who sold them, who used them, who abused them. And they went up to their former abusers and said, I have found Jesus and I love him with all of my heart. He's changed my life. And he's forgiven me of all of my sin. He's taken my shame. He's taken my guilt. And I'm a new creation. And if he forgave me of all that I've done wrong against him, who am I not to forgive you of your sin? So when of your sin against me. So when you invite Jesus into your heart, you become not your own. You become God's. And when someone does wrong to you from that day on, we shouldn't take it personal because we know it's not against flesh and blood. We know it's against powers and principalities of darkness. We know that God, by his grace, will give you everything you need. We know that if someone kills you, justice still will be done one day. We know that if a soul is never sorry for what they've done wrong against you, if they rape my daughter, God forbid, If they are not sorry and they do not find restitution for their soul and they do not find Jesus, they will not go to heaven. And it's at that time, not just that sin, but any sin, that soul will not go to heaven. But for any soul who even rapes my daughter, it is my desire and my wish and prayer that by the grace of God, that I would not even want my worst enemy to go to hell, that indeed that Jesus died for all, including my enemy, 
and that we do not even have to be afraid that I, he can set the table before my enemies and relax. How crazy is that? Psalm 23. Enjoy and fellowship with those that I fellowship with, but set a table before my enemies in, in, in a war zone. Because why? Because God will bring justice. Because God can reach any soul. Because God doesn't want us to condemn any soul to hell, but to pray that as God forgave us, as by the grace of God, he unveiled our eyes of our blindness and our fleshly desires for revenge and our evil. When we realize that we are indeed forgiven of the sins today, as we ask for the forgiveness of sins today, daily, as we come to our priest, the um, mediator, Jesus, Jesus, forgive me of, uh, uh, of my sins every day. Right. As we are forgiven, we are to also pray that other souls around us, even those that we have things against, that God mm-hmm. would unveil their eyes, that God would change their heart, because there is not one soul that God cannot reach and change. And I'm not saying that as we pray for everyone that they're also going to get saved 100%. No. But man, do our prayers help that happen? Absolutely in the spiritual realm. So A, it's not against flesh and blood. B, when you find forgiveness of your sins, when you don't forgive, it's you who carries that burden, which is also a sin. Number three, um, then really you can flip that around and say, you know what? I, I Help me, God, to forgive them daily. Help me to find a counselor to talk through that, to really find peace in my heart. But it doesn't mean that you have to ever talk to them again either, Brian. And I want everyone to know that as well. You know, even from a non-faith perspective, I'm sure a non-Christian listening to this could even acknowledge the fact that forgiveness is a, uh, it, it, it's, it's good for you physically. I mean, you're carrying around something. You don't want to carry that around. Forgiveness from, it must be enough. It's just, just a, wow, I got that off. I'm, I'm done. That's, that's, that's left. You know, I've, I've been able to get past this. Um, and go, you can go put your head to the pillow at night and say, you know, all things that happened, I've forgiven that person. And uh, I think it extends into, into every culture uh, that's listening right now. Um, now, in, in Matthew... Now uh, let's go back to the Bible for a second, and then we'll then we'll we'll close with prayer in a minute. But you know, Peter was talking to to Jesus and said, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, someone sins against me. How many times do I need to forgive him? Like one, two, three, four, five, seven times." And and Jesus says, 70 times seven." Now now Nick, that was back in the Bible days. Does that still apply today? This is 2018 now. It means forever, baby. There's still 24 hours in a day, 490 divided by however many minutes that is in a day. I don't even know. You know what? For fun, because I'm such a numbers guy, right? You've got 60 uh, minutes in an hour by 24. Ready? Watch this. So 1,400. Is that even right? Uh, Wait, what am I doing? Are you using your toes and fingers to count this? Yeah, no, here we go. I, I did it wrong. Here we go. So how many? 70 times how much? Seven times 70? So it's, it's 490. So hourly, we need to forgive, um, I think, 20 times. Yeah. 20 times an hour. It's kind of forgiving somebody every three minutes. 
I mean, you can't even finish what you're doing on the toilet in three minutes. I mean, that it, it basically, un- <laughs> you like that one? The bottom line is, the bottom line is that it, it, it's infinite. And I mean, we're talking yeah. about 24 hours. I mean, you're only awake maybe 16 hours. It, it, what, we, what, what the principle is, is forgive, 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 forgive. And, and, right. and, a, and a logical way to intellectually kind of understand this as well is, Brian, if, you, if, if, if I did something wrong against you and you're waiting for me to say sorry, for you to actually say, I forgive you, right? I can say sorry, but maybe you still choose not to forgive me. Mm-hmm. Um, if I know I've done wrong, um, I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be waiting for the end result of someone forgiving me. It's me saying sorry to God first yeah. uh, and, and yeah. saying sorry to the person. Uh, God forgives straight away. Sometimes we don't even have peace, even when right. we say sorry to somebody, um, uh, you know, and, and, and they don't forgive. Um, yeah. the, the, the peace of our soul is us confessing our sin, number one, and whether that person forgives you or not, by God's grace, may God also help you that when you've done something wrong against somebody else or God himself in your own walk, don't let that also be bind you up because every day his mercies are anew. Now that's not to just justify, you know, what, uh, what, what we've, what we, what we've done or what we continue right. to do in sin. None of us who are a new creation should continue in those continuous repetition sins, but we must strive for holiness and righteousness in our life, but leaving what's behind striving forward and, and understanding that we are still, um, clay in the potter's hands being molded mm-hmm. every day. You know, we're going to pray next. Let me tell you a, a short little story. I, I kind of like telling stories in these podcasts. Uh, about five years ago or so, there was a gentleman who was an executive at a, at a, at a Bible college. And, uh, and something was wrong in our relationship, Nick. We, we had been friends and something, I felt like something was off. And it was a little, it was a little, you know, a little touched by the Holy Spirit saying, you know, something's off with this relationship. Something happened here. And so I, I made an appointment, went to his office and I said, you know, I'm not sure what's happened, but I feel like I've done something. And, and if I have, would you forgive me? I just feel like maybe there's something I've done. And this gentleman began to lay out what I had done. And I had no, I didn't even realize it, Nick, like, I just didn't realize I had offended him in this certain way. And then once he brought it up, I'm like, I totally did that. That is totally, I am so, so sorry. Would you please forgive me? And he was so moved. We had this huge hug and we've been dear, dear friends ever since. But he didn't come to me first. I I went to him and said, I just know something's wrong. If there is, can you forgive me? And I can't tell you that that 15 or 20 minute meeting we had that I carry that around to this day as a just a remembrance of what it means to just be humble and go to someone and say, have I done something? I am so sorry. Anyway, I wanted to tell you that little story. So, no, I love that. I love that. And, and yeah. you know, we, we, we got it. We got to be real. And and so love it. Communicate. You know, if somebody's changed their attitude against you, um you know, we want to be the greatest witness 
uh, of Christ go up to them or, um, you know, always just get a check on that. Um, And I also want to encourage anybody who, who, who really needs counseling. It takes humility to say, I need to talk to somebody about this. I thought I was over this, but I'm totally not. Um, and I don't even know how to get out of this hole and I don't want to be in this hole anymore. And right. it's not just, you know, wave a magic wand and talk to somebody. Sometimes it's a process. But uh, please, please, if you're depressed, if 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 there are triggers in, in, in yourself that you're seeing of even anger or isolation or being so hard on yourself because of what someone did to you or is doing to you, um, please talk to somebody because it might be a lifeline for you to, to get out of those chains that God really doesn't want you to be living in anymore. Well, let's, let's take a minute. Let's close in prayer and then I'll, I'll give a couple of announcements at the end, Nick. Father God, we come before you and we thank you so much for your love. Thank you, God, that you indeed are a forgiving God, that you forgive us of all of our sins and also you have the power and, 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 and execute the power to actually even forget all of our sins. Father, we thank you for anybody who's right now listening, who has done something wrong, wrong against you, wrong in their own life, wrong against other people. And we thank you, God, that if restitution and reconciliation has not happened, that you would give us the courage and the grace and the mercy to confess our sins to one another and to you and be forgiven this day. Father, if that's already kind of happened on some levels, but yet the devil still reminds us of the sins that you've already forgiven. Father, help us to get rid of those thoughts, purify our mind, renew our hearts, and remind the devil that that's been already forgiven. Father, we thank you for the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, that forgiveness itself is like none other. How Jesus has taught us to forgive and love our enemies is like none other. We thank you, Jesus, that you indeed are the King of kings and Lord of lords and you died for all. Thank you, Lord, for those around us. Father, we do indeed right now bless our enemies. Bless our enemies, bind their deeds and unveil their blindness, Father, in their eyes, that they may see the wrong against us and you, that they indeed would also confess their sins to us, to you, that they may find the peace in their soul that they're looking for through the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you that we are a testimony of your loving kindness, of your forgiveness. And Father, we thank you that you would help us unbind, Father, anything that needs to be unbound. Give us courage to talk to somebody if we need to talk to somebody. Help us to journal if that's what we need, Father, to go back and journal through this. But Father, we pray indeed that anybody listening who's still bound up in any way, shape or form with this, you would free them in the name of Jesus. Father, change us, renew us, purify us, that we may be righteous servants of God, that we may serve you with all of our hearts, and that when someone does something wrong to us, that we wouldn't take it personally, as much as understanding that it's not against flesh and blood, 
but powers and principalities of darkness warring for our souls, our family souls, and the soul of our enemy. So Father, we thank you, we praise you, and we glorify and magnify your name, the holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Uh, as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to give us a call at 805-380-6425, that's 805-380-NICK. We uh, would love to hear what you think about the podcast, how it's ministered to you, and we uh, will use some of the voicemails in a future episode like we did on Season 1. Uh, be sure and tell a friend to uh, go to the Apple iTunes uh, podcast uh, section and, and uh, tune in and subscribe to this podcast. We'd really appreciate it. And also, for more information about Nick and his ministry, you can go to lifewithoutlimbs.org. That's lifewithoutlimbs.org. And learn everything that's going on with Nick. So for Nick, I'm Brian Boyd. Have a great day. <laughs>